I was but. looking through the list, dude. It does actually look really crispy. It's nice. It does. It does seem good. You know, the one thing that I'm worried about with Agatha's Cauldron is that, <clears throat> uh, you know, in, in CDH games, you don't actually see a lot of creatures hit the graveyard. And if they do, only briefly. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where it's there for like that moment that you absolutely need it. Like exiling a card, you know, when someone goes for that on a world breach line is like mm-hmm. monumental. They can't react mm-hmm. to your basically they can't react to your activation if you're exiling like the LED or like the brain freeze. So um, can you hit any card or any card? Oh, yeah, dude, it's 100 percent worth. Like just holding that over people's heads stops multiple combos. Um, like yep. straight, stops breach, stops world gorger, stops gorian, stops a lot of dockside loops. Just general like value reanimation. It fucks with you know uh, Atlas's Kenrith type of list. You know it does a lot of weird stuff. Here we go. Welcome to the Box Stars Podcast, everybody. Yeah, that's right. I'm introing it. Evan's dead. It's just me and Chris now. I'm so dead. Evan died. That's big news. That is big news. We were in Vegas. He got too drunk and he died. Turns out alcohol is still poison. Um, well, as I don't usually do this, I am at a loss of words right now. But because Evan's dead, we're going to power through. Pass it to the dead guy. Pass it to the dead guy. Nope. He's dead, and we won't refer to him for the rest of the episode. But what is really important is that we are the Mock Stars, and we're here today to talk about our epic trip to Vegas. Chris, how are you doing today? Uh, That's fantastic, dude. Before we get started, I wanted to make sure that everybody knows that we have a link tree to everything that is important about the Mockstar so you can follow us. Our socials are there. You can join us on Discord where we're brewing with our buds. That's right. The Brew Buddies tab is popping off. We talked about like three different decks today. Um, and then on top of that, we have a Patreon where you can support us at our $3 tier, Classic Pepperhead channel. If you're Pepperhead, you already get it. Don't need to talk about it anymore. But exciting news, we have a $35 tier where we have new mats. And I swear to Christ, y'all, these are the best mats I've ever seen. They are gorgeous. The color is crazy. Evan, don't you agree? Just kidding. He's dead. We can't hear from him. Uh <laughs> Um, yeah, other than that, everything else on the socials is our, um, you can find our podcast at all the major platforms. Make sure to give us five stars, hit us up on YouTube, follow us on Twitch because we're going to be doing a lot more stuff on Twitch coming up here. Anyway, y'all, I digress. We are talking about our epic trip to Vegas. How did it go for you? Did you have a good time? I'm a dead guy. Uh, yeah. Me? <laughs> No, no, no. I was Wait, obviously talking to Chris. Chris. Evan's still canonically dead in this situation. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Chris, did you have a good trip in Vegas? Yeah. I mean, besides, uh, you know, Evan Losing dying, a third of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. I mean, that's that, that kind of like a speed bump thing. Yeah, I mean, no, that happened really early on, and it was actually shocking how quickly we were able to come back from it. We just, we weren't letting the, the Elijah Wood thing you know, be tainted by such negative news. You guys just cue me yeah. in whenever. I'm sorry, what? Just cue me Are you in. hearing that, Jordan? <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> it must be like an old episode or something coming through the mm. channels or whatever. Uh, well, anyway, yeah, so on Friday, I can't keep this bit up. Evan, what happened on Friday? Uh, well, before we even get to Friday, we landed in Vegas 
on Thursday. Oh, right. Where, Fair enough. We did have some some spice. Yeah, yeah. Jordan landed way earlier than oh everybody else. Oh, my God. <laughs> so much. I spent $200 on lifts before you guys even showed up. Yeah, it was uh, it was unreal. And then I came to meet with you, and then we were waiting. And then eventually, Ritter, you and your wife landed. Denise, who is... So, we're so thankful to Denise for and you, Ritter, as well, for... Uh, getting those hotel rooms secured for us—that was like a huge clutch move. Shout out D Rock entire weekend. Pitching new nickname for Denise. For sure. D Rock. Yeah. Oh, she'll love that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, let, her I'll let her know. <laughs> uh, well, you and D Rock landed, and then Jordan and I came to came to the Encore where we were staying, and we went up to a hotel room, got snuggled in, and stuff like that, and we got to see the freaking sphere from the hotel. That room. was actually crazy. Yeah, that thing is like if you haven't seen that. Plan a trip to Vegas and go see it. That thing's like so cool. It's so insane. The only ad I saw on it the entire time was one that was worth it for me. And it was, Mortal Kombat. It was the new Mortal Kombat game. So it was pretty sick seeing Sub yeah. Zero and stuff. <laughs> um, but that night, we actually went down to the lobby bar. This is like, uh, for me, so important. And, and it's such a cool part. That's why we had to go back to Thursday. You weren't yep. willing to skip this. I was not willing to skip this. Uh, we went down to the lobby bar to have a drink, just to like chill out. And uh, they had some Glen Morangi 10 or 10 year uh, whiskey. Clean. It was great. It's clean. It was clean. It was real good. It was real good. And uh, Jordan's sitting there. Uh, my back is to this person. And Jordan points. Well, he didn't point. He just says, that guy looks a lot like Russell Westbrook. And then my head whips around and I look and it like takes a second for me to like register it too. Cause he looked a lot like Russell Westbrook. And then I'd look back and I go that because that is what Russell Westbrook looks too much like him. Yeah. Too much like him. Right. And so, uh, I look back and then all of a sudden we're like digging on our phones through like stats and we're like, Oh, he's like one of the top 10 players of all time. in the when NBA. he says we, we means him. I wasn't. Oh doing no. D rock and uh, Ritter were. Oh, okay. Yeah. I zoned out. Number one, all time in triple doubles. Number yeah. one all time in triple doubles, isn't that Ice Cube? No, uh, he had he had one on a good day. Oh, I see. Yeah, so yeah. probably more than that. More than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So it, we were just sitting there for a sec, and then I turned around, and because uh, oh, we were like, I can't believe that's Russell Westbrook, and so I turned and I go, Hey, yo, Russ! And, like I just said it out of nowhere, and his whole like cr- like him and two other dudes, their heads just snap. And look over. The security's about to eat you for fucking breakfast. And I just like give them the like the deuces, like, what's up? And they all give me the nod. And they're like, what's up? <laughs> and then I was like, cool. And that was the entire interaction until we left. And then I got, we enjoyed our drinks, had a good time, chatting it up, whatever. We get up. They, everybody else goes the efficient route out of the bar. I go around the table to the other side towards Russell Westbrook. And I go, hey, Russ, just so you know. You're a legend, man. And he says, thanks. And I said, have a good night. And he's like, you too. And then I walked away. And that's I think you shouldn't bother for more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should have like, can I sit down? There's no. so, there's so yeah. many seats available. I've been like, can I buy you guys a drink? Don't ask if you can sit down. Just, sit right <laughs> just down. do it. Yeah, sit, that's the thing they yeah. hate is trepidation. you got to come in all confidence. Uh, I am a huge sports guy. Uh, so that was a big moment uh, for the entire trip. It was great. Uh, really cool moment, actually. And then uh, we went back to the room, and here comes Friday. Friday happens. It is the first day of MagicCon in Las Vegas. <sighs> we had a busy schedule. Yeah, it was a super busy week. We got up, like, super early. Uh, it was, like, 8 a.m., got up, got ready, and walked over to uh, the convention center where they're handing out badges at 8 a.m. or at 8.30 was the start time. 
and it was like i from all directions people in different like no one was walking in a line or anything as everyone just congregating from the universe to the las vegas convention center it was uh, you could tell when we were getting close to a magic convention. Playmat rolls, like you could see people with quivers and cargo like shorts, that. sneakers, <laughs> gray t-shirt. You know the look. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, you know the look for sure. Uh, Big old backpack. Yep, yep. You could hear the dice shaking in one guy's bag on our way in. Uh, the cacophony of dice in everybody's bags. Yes. And so we get there. We get in line to like get our badges. Um, Turns out when you're a content creator, you go to a different line to get uh, your swag bag. Humble brag. Humble brag. What up? Hey, if you didn't know this, we were actually official content creators. If you didn't know this and you listen to our content, we're content creators. Hey! Crazy. But we were official. And that's what matters. A fish. Uh, so we get our stuff and then we go get in line to get our loot from the thing. And uh, we meet a really cool dude by the name of Landon who was wearing... A Dr. Pepper shirt, just publicly professing Ooh, his head. love. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we yeah. had a Pepperhead in public. Yeah, IRL Pepperhead. And the whole reason that started the conversation was before we went yeah. to the convention, we had to stop at Walgreens and get a 12-pack of Dr. Pepper for our table display. Yeah, we had the meet and greet just like an hour later. And who would have thought that $4 worth of Dr. Pepper would have gotten <laughs> to so much goddamn attention? <laughs> it was So we got in line. We meet Landon. Total chiller. I hope he's listening to this. Mega G. Yeah. But, uh, Landon, it was so great meeting you and hanging out and, uh, yeah, uh, welcome to the Pepperhead crew. Um, so we end up having this meet and greet scheduled at noon. We get our table set up, which by the way, we had the best table. Oh, hundred percent. There's like no doubting that at all. We had our play mats there. We had stickers there. We had, uh, like two. So <laughs> the night before, uh, Jordan and I went to FedEx to like print off these flyers, basically these banners with like QR codes and stuff on them. Worth the $50. We had to spend $50 on those stupid little plastic acrylic stands so you can just display a piece of paper. God, yeah. It was insane. Uh, but they made our table look super official. Yeah, we had mat. We had all that stuff because of our new uh, merch coming out. Check out the Patreon for the new mat. Only ends this month. Yep. And uh, we also had these really cool can caps, which people absolutely loved by Cora Labs. Um, they're like these little doodads that fit perfectly on top of a can and sort of like seal it so that if you were to spill it on your play mat, it, it's, like a, it's like a one-time save. So if it spills over, it saves your card, saves your play mat, and then you uh, uh, pick it back up and just make sure you take the lid off and reset it before you put it back up there. But yeah, it was a really cool little knickknack to have our names printed on too. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Ritter, you were just giving them away. Well, I, I that's what swag is, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I hope stuff. we gave away great swag. By the way, we gave yeah. away those can caps. We gave away a couple mats, um, tons of stickies. We got, actually ended up getting like almost a full booster box worth of packs. Yeah, and we were like, "What are we supposed to do with these? Give these out to people?" And they're like, "If you want, sure." I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Huge shout to Diana, who was there, like, organizing the entire content creator area. She was super chill, like, came around. We got to meet so many cool people in that, like, just in that little area, uh, especially on Friday. I think that everyone was just excited to get to the convention. Uh, we got to meet uh, Z, Z main character, who was cosplaying as Massacre Girl. Yeah, that was an awesome cosplay. Yeah. That was it, sick. It was amazing. and Tons of great cosplay there. We also, at the same time at that table, we met uh, the Ashiok, who was just, like, 
insane ash oh that was it was oh my goodness like i was having a conversation with a person and like their eyes just went dead like to what i was saying because (laughs) they were right behind me and they weren't focusing at all uh and then uh the sir ginger also was so sweet yes that ginger was rad dude that must have been i was looking at the pictures that must have been a homemade costume like where else are you gonna find this costume in time i thought they were official i thought like wizards of the coast just paid somebody to run around in this like here's our suit like no 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 that person competed in the cosplay yeah i think she like actually made that thing yeah which like holy crap because it looked good isn't it It didn't look like she made it because it was like janky it was clean and uh she circles back to later on in the story too uh, we run we run right back into Sir Ginger uh, later on in the convention. Oh yeah, after karaoke, that's yep. rad. Yep. Um, but yeah, meeting Z was was great. Um, and then all the people we've looked up to for years were just hanging out right there. The guys from Mental Misplay. Um, yeah, Alan. Sheesh. Alan, uh, there's a ton of people there. Uh, Power Dragon. Chris is a huge Power Dragon fan. Back from his old sure, standard sure. days. Yeah, he was right next to us. Yeah, when we were so yeah, we from twelve to one we hosted our meet and greet, which went great. We met uh, people like Mike um, and, and Landon swung by, and Logan stopped by again. I played against him in Moscow. Huge shout out! And uh, after the meet and greet, which by the way went super well because we had the best table of all time, and uh, we had a table reserved for us as well to like jam some games with people. So. We went out for two hours between the meet and greet and jamming games. Jordan found us a vendor. And what, yeah, what happened, dude? <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody was going crazy. All the vendors were insane, like trying to like outbid each other on like buy lists and stuff like that. So I went to sell like a few cards and I ended up just like being like, make me an offer on this binder, bro. And it was like my whole binder, like my whole collection was in that binder. Yeah. And I got a big old chunk of change, paid me out in cash. And I was like, Jeez. Peace. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I don't know. We've been playing in proxy for so long at this point. Like, I like collecting stuff, but I don't need to collect those cards that I need to make a deck together. And, like, I actually don't want to. I don't want that to be making my decisions, like, for where my collecting money is going. Because a lot of times it's not necessarily, like, you know, for, like, the new Force of Will and, like, Deflecting Swile. I was like, yes, that came out. And, like, finally I get to add two more foils to this deck. But it's like, I don't really feel like spending $200 on those two cards right now. And there's so many other things I'd rather buy. Yeah. Like, and Pokemon is just way cheaper, so it <laughs> yeah. just your money goes way further. Right. We uh we learned a very important lesson on Sunday, but it, it tailors back to Friday, is that if you want to sell something or you want to buy something at the convention, buy it on Friday and buy it yeah. as early yeah, as you for can. Sure. You're not gonna get better deals on Sunday. It's just not happening. It's, true. it's not gonna be there anyway. You're Which, gonna get punished for waiting. I didn't really think about it, so Shout out to me for yeah, just being yeah, impulsive. Shout out, dude. <laughs> My impulsiveness just worked out this one time. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was pretty sick. And then we ended up going back and just jamming some games with some homies. Uh, what yeah. was that guy's name? Mike. Mike, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike. yeah Mike, we ended up Mike playing some Texas. Yeah, I brought, I, the thing is, we both bought um, pre con decks. Mm-hmm. Be like, I don't want to like pop stomp. Like, let's have something like some spectrum kind of stuff. And then we showed up, and Mike was just like playing pure gas. Like, it wasn't full CDH, but he was just like super optimized, strong decks, and he was playing really smartly. So, like, we ended up all only playing CDH games technically. Yeah, I think that's like, like the big distinction there. You don't like any deck can be a CDH deck. You know, you make the right play at the right time, right? You holster your mana, pro- you know, make the plays appropriately. But his, like you said, his decks were fine tuned to the point where like he could scale up or down based yeah, on exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was great. We ended up having like a couple of like, great competitive games. I, I would say the first one was better than the second one. There were so many stacks pieces out of the point. Like Landon was standing there just like, yeah, you can't do that. Nah, yeah. you can't do that. But I mean, at one point we fired off 
two or three I think free we spells. Three spells into Boromir, where it's just like <laughs> I just wanted to die after Which that. Which you can do. Which you, you fully do are welcome to do so. Yeah, I was like I uh, was waiting for Mike to cast Ulamog so that he could he would target two things, and I was I had a whole string in a deflecting slot, and so I go to cast it, and thank. Thank God Landon was there to like sort of like semi judge the these games. But uh he goes, Oh yeah, you can't do that. Boromir is there. And so I attempt to like I'm like, oh rewind, I'll pick it back up, and then I go, No, I already did it counters I it. Did it. <laughs> yeah. Oops. So I just threw it in my graveyard. <laughs> yeah, I mean it it feels stupid doing that. But it feels so much more stupid when you pass the turn and then on my turn, I do that because I, I tried to do something that I went to cast a force of will that I immediately just put into the graveyard. Yeah. Uh, Being the second definitely feels worse. But then Mike. Yeah. You know, it's really good in CDH, apparently countering zero cost counter spells. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Lavinia is just a great effect that we just don't see a lot of because because of the color restrictions. Yeah, and then uh, what was really cool is Mike told us a little bit of his like story about like how his LGS closed down, and Ritter, you were just like, I think you remember more details than I do about it, but um, yeah, he yeah, said- uh, I, I guess the LGS in his area, they, I forget where in Texas it is, uh, closed down, and just he set it up at his house in his basement, uh, a play, a pod of twenty or thirty people. Uh, he just made space for it and that's in his you, home. That's what you get in Texas with $100,000. You're yeah. living in a mansion. Yeah, it's so cool. So we finish up playing gameplay at our, like, through our scheduled time, and there's so much convention to, like, see and, and do. We didn't realize how how big it was. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a whole, like, uh, grand championships. Of, yeah, like, the world championships. World championships. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, so, like, we meandered upstairs, and there was, like, the whole artist alley was huge. Like, yeah, it was red. Super famous artist. And then we actually met uh, the artist of Lion's Eye Diamond uh, on the floor, like, as we were entering the convention um, at the... Did you just hear that? I did hear that. Fuck. Yeah. Well, I did it out. <laughs> I well, turned off my my audio for the Discord, but that one just went through because it was off. Okay. Uh, we actually met the artist for Lion's Eye Diamond on the floor when we were entering the convention. So, uh, Margaret Organ King, yes, by the way. There we go. And so there were just famous people throughout the Magic community just like floating around the convention, which was like so cool to see. And just if you happen to catch up with them, uh, there was one point where I saw Dylan and Cam from Play to Win. Uh, after stepping out of the cafeteria grabbing a drink and I was like if I don't say something to them now I'm never gonna see them again and so I literally ran up and uh, I was just like oh my god you're Dylan in camp <laughs> I'm super chill about it and you did end up jamming games with them right yeah yeah on Sunday um, but I was just like you guys are like it's like looking at celebrities right now you guys I- I'm so glad I ran into you uh, it's great to meet you. Here's a couple of Mockstar stickers if you want to get in touch or whatever. And then they're like, yeah, just hit us up on the Discord. And, uh, and so we actually coordinated for games on Sunday, which was cool. Um, but uh, Friday kind of went out like that. We uh, just kind of ex- like experienced what the convention had to offer. It was also like most of our networking for the day or for that for like the whole convention was like mostly that day and right. mostly at least scheduled wise. Um so it was also very exhausting. Like we were going like nonstop when we did our table. Like I w- it was talking to people for an hour straight, like without breathing. Yeah, we handed out like two hundred business cards. Yeah, and, like 
it, we we had to be very forward with it. We you know we didn't realize that the window of opportunity was going to be so small. But hopefully, you know, the people that are now listening to the show for the first time uh, thought we did a good job. Yo, what up? Uh, okay. After that, we did a bunch of Agassi stuff on Friday, right? What did we do? We went out uh, tacos, uh, tacos, El Fre- tacos El Gordo. Freaking respect on the name. Gordo. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. There's nothing but respect on the name. That is such a delicious restaurant. My life was changed after it. And we tried to go back, I think two or three times this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, if you go there, get the cabeza taco. It rocks your world. Uh, and then we went out for, uh, did we, we went to Tacos El Gordo. We went, had drinks somewhere. I can't remember, but we just kind of lived Vegas life for Vegas for life. Night. Got drunk, went to bed. Yep. Exactly. Didn't stay up all night. Went to bed responsibly. We knew we'd have to be up early the next morning. Um, got up Saturday. Let me explain to you. This is literally the greatest day of my life so far. Yep, Evan is. It's going to be a long-winded story, and you're going to be like, "Wow, that is your greatest day of your life." That I've never seen him so so uh, relaxed. Yeah. Uh, early in the morning, I got up before everybody else because, as you know, if you've listened to the show before, I all I wanted to do in Vegas was find a hot tub. It was the only thing on my list, and the encore just so happens to have a hot tub. Uh, but it's behind a paywall. You have to pay like a hundred and something bucks to get through, <laughs> so you can actually get into this, uh, get into the spa sauna area. This uh, is how f- you also much- have to be a guest of the hotel. Yep, also be a guest of the hotel. This is how much of a dorks we are, by the way. As you said, it's behind a paywall. Yeah, right. It's like, <laughs> everything is a video game. There was a it's wall. There was a wall, and there was someone standing there, and I had to pay them to get past it. IRL paywall. <laughs> so, I. Get ready, go down there, uh, pay my fee, go through the door, and they're like, there are no dev- like cellular devices allowed beyond this point. So you have to put your stuff in a locker, you change into the robe and everything and the sandals they give you and stuff like that. And uh, I'm like, wow, this is so beautiful and relaxing. There's whale noises and bird song and uh, the coffee, the best coffee in Las Vegas existed at that spot. I will say the the readily available coffee. I've been told there's some good coffee spots. The readily available coffee was very depressing. It was lacking and even when we came back from Vegas, the women that we work with, we were like, uh so there's no good coffee in Vegas and they're like, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, uh I went through my first cycle of this whole thing which is like steam room, dry sauna, and then you go and you uh, go to the chill, like the cool tub, and you hang out there for a bit, you sit in the hot tub, and then you dip into like the ice tub, and uh, after that you shower, and you go hang out in the lounge for a little bit until you're ready for round two. So I get through my first cycle, and I'm going out to the lounge to go get another cup of coffee and relax a little bit, and I walk out, and I look, and there's a guy just hanging out in this chair, and I look at him, and I say, Uh, you look a lot like Chris Pine. And he goes, that's because I am Chris Pine. And I said, cool. And I just kept on walking. (laughs) I was like, I was like, oh my God, in my head, I'm like, oh my God, I met Chris Pine. My dad's a huge Star Trek fan. Oh my God, he would, he would kill for a photo right now. But you just don't. So you don't do that to people. Two days in a row, you met a celebrity. Uh, Yeah. On this entire trip, I met uh, two totally uh, famous people. I mean, you also met Mitch and Cam. You're just talking to the other men there or what? Oh, Dylan and Cam? Yeah, yeah. 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 I've yeah. called him Mitch and Cam <laughs> for all weekend, bro, and I don't know why. I is don't. That, uh, 
Modern Family? I will cut that. <laughs> no, don't cut it out. It is Modern Family. Oh my god! Uh, Dylan and Cam, Savina and I watched a family. lot of Modern Family the last couple of weeks. That's so funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mitch and Cam. All right, I. Uh, that's so fucking awesome. I finish up my spa routine, which, by the way, when you go into one of those things, you blink, time just disappears. All of a sudden, it's like, uh, you got to get out of your freaking hotel room. So I uh, I ran and got a bagel real quick. Spiegel's uh, Bagel Mania. Crazy cool spot. Yeah, I said I didn't get to go there. Ritter, you guys went there like two or three times, right? Yeah, it, it's a banger. I brought home a bunch of the egg bagels. I I've had one for breakfast every day this week. Yeah. Oh, I did have one of those. You let me have one of those because I was very uh, hungover. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so great spot there. We get back to the hotel. We are moving from the Encore to the Residence Inn closer to the convention center. And after we did all that, we just, and then we went over to the convention after that. And um, let's see. What happened to the convention that day? I know that, uh, Jordan, you felt like you'd done a lot already. But uh, there was the Gavin Verhe. Yeah, pretty much. We, that was the day we really didn't have any plans until 5 p.m. Yeah. that day. So that was the day, actually, I didn't go right to the convention or anything like that. So you went out and did some stuff. But I had uh, freshly made a ton of freaking money the day before. So I was ah. itching to burn it. Um, I don't know if you guys have known, but I've been talking about Pokemon. I'll weave it. It's something I've been getting a little bit into, a little back into. He's diversifying. Diversifying. Um, so I, the day before or on Thursday, rather, I had a ton of time to kill, like six hours to kill before Evan got there. And then it was like another hour until Ritter and Denise got there. Sorry, D-Rock. Um, <laughs> and so pretty much, I know I said I had spent about $200 in lifts. It's because Vegas is not a very walkable town. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I had heard about all these awesome, like LGSs and collect collecting stores, collectibles, all that stuff. Um, and I was like, well, what a great just time to be an absolute nerd and go around. So, um, we, or so I went around and had scoped out all these stores, uh, like shout out 888 collectibles, freaking awesome store, no magic cards, yeah. but they had tons of other stuff. We met up with Kyle and went there on Friday night, right? Yeah. 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 I, I had showed him that and that was pretty sick. And then, uh, Kyle recommended dark side games. That was a sweet spot. They have like, uh, Pokemon and magic and stuff like that. So, um, there's a few others. And then I ended up, uh, going back during that time frame, uh, showing, uh, cause it Thank God we met up with uh, Kyle and his brother, Marshall. Yeah. Marshall has a car, so I didn't have to keep paying for lifts. Thank God. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Marshall. So, yeah, we ended up going back to these spots, and uh, uh, I dropped a bunch of cash. I was going to say a little cash. I dropped a lot of cash. I uh, bought myself tons of, like, greeted Pokemon cards, trying to collect that, collect that base set. and then Because uh, you have a new goal now, right? Yeah, trying to collect the first base set of Pokemon, and then you know, who knows where we go from there. Nice. Um but yeah so a, many shiny things in the pokemon world it's so true yeah i ended up so i ended up buying a bunch of sealed <laughs> products too uh because japanese boosters are going really hot right now by the way yeah um so i bought a ton of those uh and i bought and i like we all went back to the hotel room that night and we just like cracked open packs like even like d-rock was i like was like you want to get in on this and like she'd never opened a pack before and she loved it and like ritter like pokemon wasn't really part of your thing like growing up so there wasn't really like that nostalgia factor for you, but it was ended up being like awesome. You hadn't quite cracked into your pool of luck yet for ripping Pokemon packs, and you definitely cashed. Yeah, I, I, I used it all in Jordan, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, we actually we pulled some crazy stuff, dude. That was a, like a lot of fun. So that was super cool. That was a good point. Uh, yeah, so pretty much I that first half of the Saturday, which is me just like balling out around town, doing exactly what you know I always 
fantasize about doing is just going to the stores that have cool collections being like, yeah, I'll give you some cash for that. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, your wallet was fat. Couldn't even, you said you couldn't even close it. I couldn't even close it. It was so satisfying. I can close it now. I spent a lot of it. Um, so then we all met up. Yeah. And let's, let's just remind everybody, this is a, a magic, the gathering and Dr. Pepper podcast. So let's get back to it. Let's talk about magic. We, it's, fine. Uh, it's a fine game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we, I thought we were going to talk about Dr. Pepper. Oh, I well, I cruised right over it. I will say that at our display table for the meet and greet, we had two pyramids of Dr. Pepper where that was like people were moth to the flame for just Dr. Pepper. It's funny because Diana came over and she's like, you can't have that here. Like, we don't have that where we have sponsors of other things and you can't give this out to people. And it's like, oh, we're not giving that out to people. This is fully part of our branding for our podcast. <laughs> and this is like signage. And she's like, oh, okay, proceed. <laughs> yep. She's like, as long as you don't give them away or sell them. And I'm, we're like, fine. As soon as we were off the table and out of her jurisdiction, yeah, we're just, like, can we give these away? And she's like, do whatever you want. I yeah, I was just handing them out to everybody. <laughs> yeah. um, but Saturday comes back around. Uh, Jordan is exploring the town, comes back to the convention just in time for the Gavin Verhey uh, unknown event, right? Uh, sponsored by Extra Life. Yeah, pretty tired already at this point. <laughs> yep. So we hadn't eaten anything either. That was the thing. Yeah, we just ran out of time. It's just like you get so busy, you you blink, and all of a sudden it's yeah, it's five p.m. and you haven't eaten anything because the convention doesn't have windows. Like true, <laughs> you know, there's no clocks on the walls, kind of like a casino, and so you kind of get lost in it a little bit. We start the event, and it's they do this super cool introduction. They had uh, people from Extra Life walking around, and they were doing uh, giving away uh, exclusive uh, enamel pins with Talion on them if you made a twenty five dollar donation. And it was probably the easiest donation that I've ever made in my life. It was just like, wow, that's a super cool pin. You guys are a great cause. Here's twenty five dollars. And for the people that don't know what the unknown event is, essentially Gavin Verhey himself, the head designer of Magic the Gathering, and also we have a gameplay video with him on our YouTube. You can check it out. Uh, he designs playtest cards just like he does with all the sets, right? And like how they test it out is they literally print them out on a little sticker and stick it on a like a planes or whatever. Yep. Um, so he essentially designed 10 new playtest cards for this one singular draft set environment. Uh, and then he gave us like th what three packs of Commander Masters, three packs of Eldraine. Yep. And then we got two packs of playtest cards that were like a mix of all of the other playtest cards. Yes, yeah, so it was sp sponsored because this is the third unknown event that they right. ever hosted. Yeah. So one pack was stuff that like reprints or whatever have you uh, yep. of other events, and then ten fresh, brand new ones. Yep. Um, plus, they had this event the day before where they actually had uh, crowd participation, and they created one live like on the spot, and then had them all made that morning so that we could have them for the draft that day. Everybody got one of those. And that yeah. was, that was really cool. Um, yeah. So those, those are really cool to look at. And I was actually sitting across from uh, a guy, uh, and I was like, I feel kind of bad because I'm probably going to like just take my cards and leave because I don't, I'm so hungry and I don't want to do drafting for four hours before we go to Elijah Wood. Yeah. Um, and he was literally just a collector there doing the same thing. He's like, actually, if, I'm, if I played two games of Magic in the last like five, 10 years, I'm uh, here for the cards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he showed me his collection. Dude. It was crazy. He collects all the like the weird kind of stuff, not the pretty foils that we're into, more or less like, all the oddball stuff. So obviously the play test cards, he had some of like the OG, like pre uh, alpha set play test cards that we had nice. seen upstairs. Um, I saw some guys literally just walking around with, with clutches of slabs. Like they're just there to collect slabs. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So some of the vendor stuff was crazy. He, the coolest well, thing. Well, he, speaking of which Jordan, you got an artist proof signed. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I ended up getting, so I got, uh, I found the guy, oh God, I need to find his name. Um, 
the guy who did Displacer Kitten, he was a super nice guy. Uh, and so not only did I get my borderless foil Splishkin signed, I picked up a borderless foil artist proof displacer kitten and got that signed and got that signed two for two double dipping. By the way, his name is Campbell White. Shout out to him. He's a mega nice. chiller. Also, nice. he made one of like, he made the art for one of the greatest cards ever. Yeah. I love this card. card. Obsessed with it. So I was happy to pick it up. Um, we also got to see Tyler Jacobson again, a God amongst men. 100%. Uh, I wanted to see Chris Ron, but holy God, there was a queue for his line. That Every means day. there's a line for the line. That's how popular he was. Yep. Every day they had security with like line capped, like signs that said line capped. And like they would stand there and be like, Mm-mm, nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try again some other time. Nope. Um, yeah. They, if you want his autograph or uh, Richard Kane Ferguson, definitely plan on getting there early. Yeah, the Richard Kane Ferguson line was crazy. Um, even so, like they had the artist Alley, and then further beyond, they had more vendors. But then they also had the game nights uh, booth there too, and the line for that was insane. Really, I got to see Josh and uh, Josh and Jimmy, and I just like at, I mean, just not standing in line. I stood next to the booth, and I basically was right in Jimmy's face, and I was like, "What's up?" And he's like, "Hey, yeah, yeah." <laughs> And uh, that's it. You know, it's like a lot of people, a lot of magic celebrities there. Um, uh, yeah, the artist alley was super cool, though. Um, after we did the Gavin Verhey unknown event, it was and by that you mean we took the cards and left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got some really, I got uh, a white wristic study, which was literally white wristic study. Is what it was the called. same ability. Yeah. Enchantment, two and a white. Uh, a couple other cards, my commanders, because you had mono colors, you could do partners, kind of like the commander legend. Yeah, it was a commander or, draft environment, which, yeah, commander well, masters. Side, side tangent, and we were talking about this, I think we should ditch this whole commander draft thing that doesn't really exist, and if we're going to push it forward, I think we should call it brawl. It is brawl. Brawl draft. Yes. Yeah, that's what brawl is, right? It's like literally like Oh, let me just tell you all of these weird house mechanics. It was like, oh, you mean Brawl? No, you wanted to create a format. You did, in a way, half-assed, and then abandoned it, and now have basically had it all along uh, ever since Commander Legends came out. But it's, yeah, it's if you're going to draft Commander, it is Brawl. I think that's just a great blanket statement. Yeah, I don't know. Brawl draft. point. Brawl draft, Brawl limited, limited Brawl, some, yeah. something like that. Yeah, you like, could do, yeah, sealed. You could do, yeah, limited. Brawl limited, sealed, or draft. Yeah, I think that'd yeah. be it. And then, like, I think, honestly, just having that naming convention, like, maybe makes it even more of a viable thing that we could push for. Yeah. Instead it, of this, like, weird ambiguity. Totally. Well, we spent the last few episodes hyping up an event. Oh, yes. Hyping it's that time. So much. So much. We wanted to get our faces melted off. Uh, I, I was gonna say we didn't, but we did. We did. We got, we got there. We got there. We got yes. there. We wanted. We were ready for Elijah Wood rave setting, right? Uh, and we just went there, and we were ready to turn up, and we 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 came ready, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. We uh we just came in with the energy. Like I think um when we it was it's called the slumber party, and the event space is big, and it's really hard to create like a a rave setting inside of a massive convention hall. So, uh, what what they did was made it literally, um, just like a dance party. I think that uh, we maybe had a different idea in our mind. Yeah, so it ended up being like <laughs> eighty eighties dance party vibes. So like he was because he was everything was on forty five vinyls. So yeah. he went full 80s you know 80s kid style and it ended up being such a vibe too like mm-hmm. it took like two songs and we we're like all right this is actually this is actually pretty lit yeah we uh we got in line for uh 
we got in line for drinks and we're Jesus like, Christ. yeah, it was kind of wild. They, they're whoever was like serving was just like having a conversation with every person who came up to the front. There's 4 million people in line. We stood in line for 45 minutes before we decided to like, uh, ditch that line and go do something else. So, um, then we get into the crowd of people and if we just got up to the front really quick, we like yeah. just sort of like dug our way through and, uh, we were like three people from the front. And if you were up near the front, you probably had a moment with Elijah Wood. Yeah, I mean, like it was like you could be like, "Hey, Elijah," <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he like, would look, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> like that was funny, is because when we first got up there, I was like in this, uh, I was in a pretty crazy fit. I had a dynamite like motocross pants on, crop top, backwards hat, sunglasses, and weightlifting gloves. And uh, he walked. He watched me like get into wherever we're hanging out and he just shook his head at me he's just like what is going on and i was just like and i gave him like the rocker symbol yeah i mean once we got there we were we like it was like a quiet like kind of like nerd vibe i feel like and then yeah. we started screaming when we got there we were just like elijah i love you they turned you're the up. best you're the best and like he started looking he was such a, like he was so coy and like uh very humble very humble yeah, about it he is. would like look over and then like look away and he's like smiling and he's like oh i have fans uh yeah their dj set is called wooden wins wooden wisdom yeah because it was him and zach cowie right which yep. ritter you said he is a dude who does things yeah, he uh, has also done some acting, but he's done like music supervisor stuff. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he seemed like a chiller too, and like, they put on a really good set. Yeah, and they were just like having such a good time. There were people was very, in the yeah, crowd. Yeah, there were people in the crowd who made magic cards of Wood and Wisdom, like of both of Zach and Elijah. And then they read the effect of the card, and it was actually really creative. Uh, like I think it was magic. a wizard. I think it was a wizard's made card. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I it thought was, it was like fan. Like how they did for no, post, like Post Malone and stuff like that. Oh, okay. It was, like a, it was a special thing. Well, it was super cool regardless. And then uh, this is when the crowd just kind of like lost their minds. They had the original 45 for the Super Mario Brothers theme song. So they popped it on and then everybody just kind of just is like screaming cheering stuff like that he was like and, he was like why <laughs> yeah and then he's holding up and then he so just to like prove it he holds up the original like case or like the sleeve for the 45 yeah it was just like he could not believe the right re reaction it got and then yep. he was like tries to test it and then holds up the sleeve and the crowd goes even wilder yep <laughs> anytime so he funny. gestured at the crowd the crowd went Woo! Yeah, he just was not expecting that at all. I, I, my goal, and I told Evan when we were out there, I was like, I'm going to get him get to give me a heart. And yeah. halfway through that show, I saw my opportunity. I threw up a heart, and he threw up a heart, too. It was sick. Yeah, and then Jordan looks at me, and he punches me right in the chest. Yeah. And he goes, I did it, dude! I, I, I shoved it. him into a person and screamed. <laughs> my throat started feeling better this morning. <laughs> yeah, so ultimately, we got our faces melted off, had a great time, and there was one cosplay at this event that was probably oh my god not was to so like gutted. diminish the the other cosplay uh folks out there but it, it was, was just how funny it was yeah it was mother goose from wilds of eldraine but it was a group of people who are all in white satin like pajamas right like silk pajamas and uh they all had goose heads on like on yeah and like so a they were, full like, hat that looks like a goose yeah like tall too yeah so very it was, tall it's like six people something yeah. like that and they did not separate from each other the entire time Bro, it was awesome. And so, like, we, we were in line at the getting drinks for him, and the people kept coming up getting pictures. So, like, 
we had to back we had to like basically back away <laughs> they had all these like awesome poses and stuff that was hilarious yeah. and then but once you saw him like get on the dance floor and they're just like raging and stuff like that it was so funny like yep. oh yeah elijah had wood had to like take a picture he stopped the show and he's just like i gotta know like what is up with the goo stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i don't a magic convention i just don't understand what's happening get educated elijah it's a card uh yeah that was insane that was uh, a lot X, of fun x blue green legendary creature uh and then right after that uh we went right next door yeah. and there was a freaking awesome karaoke sesh. Yeah. Jordan, like, and, Jordan and Chris gave me the courage to go ask Z what was going on after the show. And uh, they were like, well, there's karaoke happening right next door. So you should probably come to that. And I felt like, oh, thank you for the invite. Thank you so much. <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was, I gotta say it was like the best karaoke sesh, like, Potentially ever in my life. Like it was actually crazy. Very wholesome. Definitely a group of people with a common taste. Yeah. I think that's what you were kind of saying about the whole weekend, Chris. And I totally agree. It's just like the whole weekend was just incredibly wholesome. Every single person we met was like amazing, nice, great vibes across the board. Mm-hmm. And then like in situations like this, right? Where like everybody's karaoke, it was super supportive. It was like very fun. It ended up becoming like on the big songs, you know, they were you know, hitting like everybody's roughly the same age group. So throwing out like the fallout boy, like those early 2000s emo songs. When that started coming on my chemical romance, bro. Yeah. Black (laughs) parade and all that shit. Like everybody just went ape shit. It was crazy. It was an entire room and like half the people are in cosplay. So it was just a wild experience. People were up on tables and there was just one point where like, I forgot what, what her name was, but like she took over with the my chemical romance and just got the whole room. I think that's when everybody in the room knew they were watching something special that like this was like gonna be one of the greatest karaoke sessions like, of all time. Some of these people actually had like pipes, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, so you went to put in a song and a guy stole your song. Yes. What was the song? Uh I believe in a thing called love. Yeah. By the darkness. Which sucks, but I will say that person murked that song. It was so good. Hit every high note, hit the freaking chair slide. Oh, yep. and like, and then we just ended up with Bohemian Rhapsody. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful time. Yeah, no, it was so great. Um, I think they're like, what happened was uh, we started with the Chemical Romance, uh, My Chemical Romance, and we were just jamming. We were dancing so hard. Jordan has a GoPro. We're probably going to be able to have footage of this. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. And like, we were jamming so hard. And eventually, like, uh, I'm like, I let go of all inhibition. And someone, just like comes up to me and shoves me from behind and I stop for a sec and I look at them and then I just keep continuing dancing and then they shove me again and they're like, get up there. What are you doing? Get on stage. (laughs) And so like I just went up there and I started jamming, just like letting go. Um, And that was just, that's when I got lost in it. I just like fully immersed myself. And uh, there were times when uh, someone had put in a song and there were like 80 songs queued up and you're not going to get through 80 songs in, in the course of the night especially when they're like looking to shut down at like midnight so uh it if, was like 2 a.m but yeah yeah if a song got a, like abandoned or someone didn't actually like step up for it anybody could run up on stage and take the song from them so uh it when it happened most people just can't went up there in a group and they would take over for it but as soon as they said uh so we've got a backstreet song a backstreet boys song um up next but it doesn't look like the person is here does uh does anybody want to take it and i put out my wings and i flew up on stage like an aeroplane 
<laughs> and like uh, a peacock. Yep. And five others did there as well. I yeah, I was a peacock. I they let me fly on this one. It was referencing the other guys. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Peacock, you gotta let me fly. <laughs> yeah, they let me fly. <laughs> uh and I apparently um I didn't know this, but it's like subconsciously burned into my uh into my brain. I know all of the choreography for it. uh I want it that way. I don't know how I know. You were for sure the only one out there doing the actual choreography. <laughs> <laughs> You're just dissing everybody else. Like they don't even know. They're not even doing the scene right. I know, I know. And uh, so I just took over. <laughs> I was just singing Belton, uh, and it was so much fun to do. And I think there are just very few moments in life, and hopefully, I can uh, say this, and it sounds authentic because the moment was so authentic. Uh, there are very few moments in life where you feel seen, right? Where uh, you, you're you're seen for who you truly are. And I think that just letting go of everything and really getting lost in that moment, uh, the community was so awesome that I actually, I felt seen. Like it was uh, such a cool moment. And I think that's why partially this was such a great day was it all led up to all these awesome moments and we just had such a good time with the people we, you know, the community we had just kind of met. Yeah, Spa, Chris Pine, Elijah Wood, karaoke. Yeah. Pretty solid day. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, after that, we got to do something really cool. Now, this is something that not everybody knows about. I was sort of wary about uh, talking about it and know how secret it was. But if you know about it, you know about it. Um, we're not going to blow up the spot where it happens, but we were done with karaoke after we belted Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, we were chatting with some of the people outside and we were like, we're not sleeping tonight. Uh, where's the next thing? And they said, well, so-and-so is meeting over here. And so you can go hang out there. And we were like, you know what? Yeah, let's go. So D-Rock knew exactly where they were talking about. And uh, she led the way. And That's just meta now. That's fully canon. Yep. D-Rock is it. You let you let uh, Denise know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you let D-Rock know. All right, Ritter? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, you let D-Rock know that that, that nickname is now canon. It's Got locked it. in. She'll All love right. it. It's come yes. about, about six times at this point. All right. So, I'm so sorry. D-Rock leads us over there. We go into the lobby and we have no idea what's going on, but comedian Z, uh, uh, got it. Marcus, we know Marcus from like laughing dragon. Uh, Anthony was there. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, gosh, who else was there? Um, all basically all these content creators we've like, we've looked up to like the people that have inspired us to want to create content. We're all there. And it was so cool. And then, uh, so we get there and we're like, what is going on? Oh my God, Marcus, what's, what's up, dude? And they're jamming games. And so I'm like, do we need to go get like decks right now? Are we going to be able to jam games with these guys? And, uh, so we had inadvertently discovered LobbyCon. So it's, uh, after the convention closes down, after everyone's like done doing their stuff, they all gather and have a little convention of their own where, uh, they do what they love the most. And, play magic so uh we hung out there for like a few hours and just it was so freaking cool to rub shoulders um with rebel son with um 
yeah, with comedian, with Z, with you know, again, it's just like um, you're so starstruck from this whole weekend. I was, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I didn't know what to expect going into the weekend. Like, I knew that I was excited for it. Um, I'm excited for the next one even more so. I'm ready to like budget for going to Barcelona because. Um, these magic conventions are really something else. And if you're listening to this and you haven't gone to one, you should definitely look at going to one because it is, it's really an unreal experience. Yeah. Especially if you were like going, worried about going alone and stuff like that. Honestly, I sat, you did too. We both of us sat next to people on the plane going to magic con and we fully just had conversations and met and like, we're chill with these people by the time we left. There were so many people there that like were rolling solo. A hundred percent. It is so easy to do. Like you just can talk to anybody and they had a fully thing, fully set up for commander. There was hundreds of tables and they had signs for like looking for casual, either competitive, whatever. Yeah. Every single one of those tables on Saturday was full. We couldn't even, we had some free time. We could not even find a table. Saturday was crazy. It was crazy, crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, and there was tons of people playing games on like the free to play area because there's plenty of tables there. Um, and like uh, Chris, we uh, we got he brought his new deck. I think we can finally talk about it. Not even a new deck, his new format. Chris, do you want to intro this a little bit? No, I. Uh, uh, we'll save that for another time. You want to save it for a little bit? All right, fair enough. Well, we started yeah. play testing something that Chris has been working on. So hyped. Uh, and it drew some eyes. So yeah, like literally just hanging out and having a good time. Like you can totally meet tons of people and you know, meet new friends. So don't don't feel like you can't go to any of these uh, conventions. Yeah, and there's a lot of opportunity to get involved, more involved with the community. If you love magic, and even if you don't feel like your entire community around you is invested as you are. You're going to find people of all like different degrees of investment or passion or whatever at these conventions. So it's a great opportunity to, you know, like make new connections, meet new friends, people across the country like you can go visit and play games with, you know, through spell table or whatever. So uh, there's tons of opportunity just going to these things. You're going to see cards that you've never you'd never think you'd ever see in your life. Like we saw the playtest card for Mox uh what was it? Mox Pearl. Mox Pearl. The, like from the OG before the first set ever came out, it was yeah. graded. Yeah. And graded two in existence. The, yeah, the dude said he said they know of two in existence. They have that one and Richard Garfield has the other one. Yeah. Uh so you're going to see some really cool like everything's related to magic when you go to these things. Um, they also but, had some cool Pokemon stuff. They had the OG base set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those cloaked or the uh, oh, Pancho dude, they had Pikachu. all the Pikachu Ponchos, Gem Mint Ten. That's that's so crazy. Yeah, it's so much money. It's actually insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you guys have anything else you want to share about MagicCon? Nah, I mean, uh, you got to uh, do some stuff on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Sunday is. I took also, off early because I had a plane trip. But yeah, Sunday is also a day the convention happened. I. Uh, was messaging Dylan and Cam on their Discord server, just kind of figuring out where they're going to be. And uh, so in the morning, I got up, got ready, took a shower, went to MagicCon. Um, I don't know why I said I took a shower. You guys didn't need to know that. But I said... Mm, what else did you do? Uh, I got there. No, before that. Oh. After the uh, shower. I got dressed. Okay. And then I packed my bag with my commander deck. Um, okay. I had I put my creator badge on. All right, this is fruitless. Move on. Okay. Anyway, um, got there and I'm like, I, I run into Dylan and Cam almost immediately and I had already gotten coffee. So I'm like standing there. I'm like, oh, Dylan and Cam, I was messaging on your Discord server. Uh, what's up? Are you guys looking to jam games? And they're like, yeah, once this, like once the space opens up at 10, it was like 945. And 
<laughs> so I was like, cool. And then I stood there very awkwardly and I put my arms out and then went and I smiled at them. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, cool. And then I just stepped in line with where they were standing. And then the, <laughs> I was just so nervous because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've watched everything that they've ever made. So I was uh, very clearly starstruck. And, um, then we're talking a little bit, but I asked them what decks they brought and uh, stuff like that. And then they go, you know what? Uh, we're actually going to go get some uh, coffee. And they look look at each other and then they look at me and they nod and they go, yep, we're going to get some coffee. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you in there. And I was, like, I was like, cool. And then I went, fuck, I was so weird. Why do I have to be so weird? <laughs> and I run into Landon. Yeah, <laughs> you should just went with him. <laughs> Tried to hold his hand. Yeah, yeah and so uh, I run into Landon, and I was just like, Landon, I. Uh, he's like, you guys gotta be exhausted. And I'm like, yeah, that's one thing. But yeah, we'll blame I it was, on that. We'll blame it on that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, but it's also another thing that I was just super fucking weird to Dylan and Cam. Uh, so uh, we're just gonna let that one slide, and then I'll go find them for a game. I shouldn't have left you alone. No, I should have pushed back my flight. Yeah, yeah, it would have been great to have someone there. <laughs> oh, anyway. Uh, the area opens up and I go over the content creator area where they said they were going to be and I run into them. They see me. They're like, oh, fuck, this guy's a weirdo. And uh, and then I go, are you guys looking for a game? And then they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's sit down. We sit down, um, jam some games and I, I, I loosen up a little bit, a little bit more coffee in my system and I'm less weird. Um, but Hire joins us as well at the table. So I'm on Shalain Halar. Hire is on Turgrid. Uh, Cam is on Nimrus, and Dylan, I think, was on Bloodvod. I can't remember exactly what Dylan was on. But uh, we had a really great game. It was super interactive. But uh, once I sat down, a line of like 20 people formed behind me. There was like no way I was going to get a game with them if it wasn't like the first one, which yeah. is why I was like trying to, you know, bite in them. I was trying to like Biden, always be there, <laughs> always be behind their shoulder. Yeah, like, uh, so I was trying to be Joe Biden and always be there. Perfect. And uh, it worked out. Yep. And it worked out. Got to jam a game, gave him some Mockstar stickers and, uh, you know, have been in touch with them ever since. Uh, just that, you know, had some uh, really great moments. Uh, got some pictures with them. You can check them out on our Instagram if you want. Uh, after that, I scoured the convention for a few more things. I ended up at the Wizards of the Barge um, booth. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. Yes. Wow, oh, wow. They had their uh, their drop today. Their big oh, nice. Drop. Yeah, check them out. Wizards Ooh. of the Barge. If you haven't seen them, their stuff is awesome. They started doing some secret layers for magic, and their fun cartoonish style really fits well, I think. Yeah. Um, I will say, out of all of the vendors, which there was many, and all of the merch, which there was some, and not a lot. In the artist gallery area, Wizards of Barge had by far the best merch. Like the dad hats, the embroidered dad hats are sick, like popping with color. We got graphic tees that are gorgeous. Um, they had awesome shorts. New, uh, He was hyping up new stuff that Chris is talking about. They just had a drop today. Uh, go check them out on Instagram because, oh my God, their stuff is so cool. Yep, you can actually shop right through Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Go pick up some good sheet. Yeah. They have goblin mode shorts on there. Yeah. Those yeah, are sick. I want to get some of so those. Those are so cool. Um, but so I, I wound up up there. I was just looking around for like a few people because my flight was also like coming up. So I just wanted to like say hi or bye or hey, it was great to meet you. Hey, here's my phone number. This is how you reach out to me. Uh, call me sometime, anything like that. Um, and yeah, the convention kind of 
went really well. It was it was so much fun to like, yeah, be a part of that whole thing. But that was pretty much what happened on Sunday. Yeah, had games with Dylan and Cam, got some photos, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I um, think the move in the future, if I can swing it, is always get Monday off because like being able conventions always go through the Sunday, right? So like actually being able to like travel on Monday and then finish the con through never been able to do that before so i'll try and do that next year yeah and uh another uh, just to reiterate the biggest lesson we learned uh about the convention is that if you go and you want to do any trading any merch buying and you like want to get great deals or get the merch you want do it on friday do it as early as possible as soon as the doors open go get your merch um you know at least scour the convention to find what you might want because uh, prices don't get better as the convention goes on. Stock does not last forever. If something is popular, like we saw these like lime green or electric green and electric pink goblin balaclavas from Wizards of Barge. And we uh, we were like, where awesome did you products. get those? And so as soon as we went up to the booth to go get our own, they'd already sold out. Yep. So uh, if you see something, it might be too late. Just go up there, um, make your purchases early. Get your stuff. I will say, I wish I picked up that uh, confetti foil wristic study, the anime one. Oh yeah, because I saw it available for three fifty, spiked to five fifty. Woo! That is a lot to pay for a card that you already own. True. Yep. But is do you have the weeb version? Yeah, and Ritter, you missed out on a card you were looking for, right? Uh, yeah, one of the, uh, what is it, Game Master, uh, the Wizards of the Coast game in Japan, uh, Game Master Black Lotus for like $30, could have gotten it signed. But Is it also yeah, called Black what Lotus? Is. What's up? Is it also still called Black Lotus? Yeah, it's also still Black Lotus. Wow, anymore. same art. And so this is just like a different game that they created a, t- a long time ago that didn't take off or what? It was a Japan only game, uh, and I don't know how long it went for. But yeah, there's like other versions of there's like I think a you know you can get your Jace uh, the Mind Sculptor, you can get your Lightning Bolt, you wow. can get all sorts of sorts of like analogous uh, magic cards in this game. But they're not actually magic cards. Interesting. Yeah, I mean yeah, picking cool. up a Black Lotus that for you said it was like thirty bucks. Thirty dollars. Yeah, that's Oil awesome. Black Lotus. Come on. Woo! Come on. I mean, like I will. I if you play then our your fucking deck, I'd be like that's sick. That's a uh, one way to get around uh, the. Uh, reserve list, right? Play four of those and make legacy. a separate game. Or you can't play four of them. But. <laughs> yeah. Your uh, legacy deck has foiled your black lotuses. Anyway, uh, I think we're winding down here at the Mock Stars podcast. Um, we're tired. Yeah, we're tired. We're, we're still recovering from weekend. the convention, still unpacking, still sort of like adjusting to normal life. Evan's still processing. I am. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am still processing. Nobody. Someone looked at me a certain way, and I've never been looked like that my entire life. I'm still processing that. Um, Don't even anyway. know You're talking about Tyler Jacobson. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Obviously. Yes, I am. Yes, Got I am. I gave him a Dr. Pepper and a can cap, and we're best friends now. So he's definitely a pepperhead at this <laughs> point. And if you don't know what a pepperhead is, you can find out by joining our Discord. And you can join our Patreon, where we have a $3 tier available. And that tier is called the Pepperhead tier, where when you do so and you connect your Discord to the uh, to the Patreon, your name on Discord turns Dr. Pepper Red. And you get access to two exclusive channels, one being the Dr. Pepper channel that has all of the lore of the Mock Stars and the history and uh, product list of Dr. Pepper. And we just profess our love for Dr. Pepper all over that channel. 
and you also get access to the Shower Thoughts channel, which moving forward, we want to be more of a community uh, driven content experience. So uh, when you sign up and support the show through Patreon, you get access to the Shower Thoughts channel where you can just provoke conversation. And we want to be able to take time out of every episode and address those conversations and sort of like open up the floor to to those things. So we want to discuss those openly and just kind of give you guys our thoughts on the questions that you have. Yeah, hit uh, hit up the Shower Thoughts thread if you guys ever want to, if you want to pitch questions or just have random little ideas. It sparks a big old conversation and that's you know really where we pull a lot of inspiration from totally um if you want to support the show you can do so by subscribing to us on youtube hit that thumbs up uh yeah subscribe and hit that bell for more notifications you can find us on all major podcasting platforms and like i said join the discord because we're popping off in there and the community has been like has been growing steadily and has been just like becoming more and more interactive in brew buddies in uh real life events we're talking about more tournaments we're talking about streaming more tournaments also we're gonna throw in a little pokemon little side chat so yes we're working if you want to say what's up yeah we're working on uh adjusting the server so that uh, we have more statistics oriented channels and we have uh, some more diverse like TCGs and stuff like that so that if you are passionate about those things you can also find conversation and find common ground with others there. If you're also looking for gameplay videos, we are working on more. We dropped one right before we left with Gavin freaking Verhe. Yeah, that's kind of a banger to start with. Uh, And we are following up with more coming very freaking soon. Yep, we just recorded another one last night. Uh, So if you want to be a patron, um, first shout out to Tordeth, Usable Object, Claire, and K. Morrow, Kyle, uh, for being our supporters. Um, you can jump on there and we've been hitting up the shower thoughts channel for people who want to be involved with gameplay videos. So if you want to be on a gameplay video with us, uh, you know where to do it. Boom. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We hope you guys enjoyed our stories about Las Vegas and magic con and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.